Alright, well let's start the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kuf Lamadala, the law of Sukkah. See if Aleph. Mitzvah Livnus Asasukha Mayat Biyom Shalachar Yom Hakipurim. The mitzvah is to build the sukkah immediately after Yom Kippur. Vafilu Erev Shabbos, even if it's Friday, Erev Shabbos. The mitzvah Abol Yoda Al Yachmitzeno, when you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, don't delay it, don't make it chometz, meaning don't, uh, don't procrastinate, do the mitzvah right away. The Yifchar Mokim Nokhil Hamida Sham, and choose a good place to place it over there. Um, okay, so that's, that, that's a rule really by everything uh, that we do, that we try to do a mitzvah right away and not to, de- not to delay it. The Yifchar Mokim Nokhil Hamida Sham, you should choose a clean place to place it over there. It's appropriate that the place is clean. The mitzvah is that each person should themselves be involved in building the sukkah and on placing the sukkah. Even if he is an honorable, respectable person, doesn't usually get involved in building, he says, this is actually your honor, Shiyasik Ba'atzmi Bemitzvah, that you by yourself don't send somebody else, but you yourself are occupied in the mitzvah. It would be fitting to make a bracha shechiyonu for building the sukkah. But we rely on the shechiyonu that we do during Kiddush, so we don't make the shechiyonu for building the sukkah. And he should be uh, careful to beautify the sukkah and to make it beautiful with beautiful dishes and beautiful spreads as you can afford. I mean, people slept in the sukkah and also they have also the uh, different, um, different uh, uh, nice vessels and... Um, the point over here that he says that people themselves built, it's brought down like that the Rebbe used to just throw like a little bit of schach on top of the sukkah itself, although the Friyuk Rebbe did not do it. It's also um, not in Chabad tradition uh, to sleep in the sukkah, but that's a different discussion. See if base. Be'inyan defanis ha-sukkah. What about the walls of the sukkah? Again, the Chabad tradition would make four full four walls. But there are yesh harbi chiluki dinim. There are many different halachas. Ve'ein hakoil bikim, and not everybody is an expert to know exactly what qualifies for a wall, how much distance from a wall to a wall. Alkein tzirichim lasis tfan eshlemis v'chazokis. So therefore, because people don't know, you need to make full, whole, and strong walls. So the wind doesn't blow it. When the wind blows the walls then it's not, doesn't qualify. If it goes beyond more than three tfachim, it doesn't qualify as a good wall. V'gam, also so that the wind should not extinguish the candles, the lights. A person who doesn't have enough wood to make four walls, he doesn't make four dozen, so you're better off, better off making three whole walls rather than four that are not complete. So make three full ones. Uh, and a person who is able to afford it, it's a mitzvah that you have a built sukkah in 
Gan with a roof that is open and closed with hinges. Um, so um, uh, uh, so that then you can close them when it's raining, so that it doesn't get the rain into the sukkah. And uh, and when the uh, rain stops, the uh, roofs are opened up. And the schach will be dry. And then you'll be able to be fitting the mitzvah of sukkah properly. And people, you know, where I grew up, uh, they used to have like an awning over the sukkah. But you got to be careful on Yantav itself not to make an oil. You have to be open at Tefach. Yeah, what are you looking for? Proof that your building is on top of the schach to protect the schach so the schach doesn't get wet. Right, right. Right. And because it's built with hinges and everything else, so there's no problem with building. But there might be a, a problem making a, 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 an oil, so it has to be a tefach white, but that's other. Other, other further, further discussion of details that need to be. So technically, sure. you could, so you could be in there when it rains and you don't get wet, and then when it stops raining. No, well, rain. well, in there you go out. So when you come back in, no, when it's raining, you're not in the sukkah. But it says like you know, when you go out of the sukkah, you don't want the sukkah to mess oh, up. Oh, okay. So when you're in there, that yeah. has to be up. When yeah. you're not in there, that can be down. Exactly. Oh, okay, it has to be down. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, so no goof. Then you'll be able to fit the sukkah properly. Sif Gimel, the third Sif. Also, there's various, there's many laws as, as pertain to the schach. Since our tradition is to use the schach, the branches of trees or sticks, since they grow from the ground, they are detached, and they don't get tuma. those are the three qualifications for schach, and they're not tied together, so then there is nothing to worry about, you don't have to know all the laws, just use the schach of trees, which are not mekabal tuma, and they are growing from the ground, detached from the ground, and they're not bundled, so then you're fine. Sif Dalit, subsection 4. To begin with, it's better to be stringent, not to place on the sukkah, on the sukkah, because you need to hold, the schach should hold. So what is going to hold the schach? So it's best not to put something, not the holder that holds the sukkah should not be made out of something which is mekabal tuma that it receives tuma, which is possible for schach, and you're going to place the schach on that item. So don't use metal rods, for example, they're makabal tuma, to run across your sukkah, and then you place the schach on those metal rods. Don't do that. Or, for example, some people will use, they have ladders. They have ladders, but the ladders have the steps, and the steps fit into... Um, the, the wood that runs across yeah, goes into the holder. No, that we would, but those are not fitting wood because they have their akeli, their kabel tumah. The koske sharkelem, for sure not to use other vessels, kigoin, moro, umagrefa, those are metal kinds of weather, you know, a shovel yeah. or an axe to, to throw them across the roof and to put them, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is talking about beneath the schach, so that the, sukkah, the kosher schach will be actually leaning on it. But even if you want to put it on top of the schach, lachzikoi, 
to hold it on so it doesn't fly away. Yes, Lahachmer, we should be stringent. But Ubediyevet, after the fact, Im Oishein Lashadvorim, or you don't have anything else to hold the Schach with after the fact, Hakol Mutter, it's all permissible. Why? The Kaimalon, the Mutter Lahamidas Schach with Dov Rabakabal Tuma, because the Halacha is, the ruling is, that you are permitted to stay to uh, stay the schach, to have the stach stand on something which is makabal tumah, as long as the schach itself is not a makabal tumah. So lechatchila, be stringent. But after the fact, or you have no choice, that would be okay. Sif hey. Tzorich lahaniyach schach achet heitz losu You need to put as much schach, there should be more shade than sun. Sheim hoyo chamosa meruva mitzelos. If there's more sun than shade, psula min then it's non-fit, the Torah, it's not even fit from the Torah. And therefore, you have to be careful to place so much, even after it dries out, because you're using branches and leaves and things like that, still, you should still have more shade than, uh, than sun. That's, a, that's a, a, a necessary requirement to make sure. You also got to be careful. There shouldn't be a gap in the middle more than three tefachim. To begin with, you should make a little bit of space between tzachach because you have to so that the stars shall be visible. In Chabad, we put a lot of tzachach and something what they do is they poke a stick through in the schach, so you can see the, the stars. Yeah, the sky, the stars. When you look up at night. But it's still, nevertheless, if it was very thick, that the stars cannot be visible, if it was so thick, that even if a lot of rain comes down, it will not go down to the sukkah, that becomes like a house, and that's not fit. In the built sukkahs, uh, sometimes the, the walls go above, uh, um, uh, there's, 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 there's walls that go, uh, they, ha- they go on top of the walls, uh, and um, and and on these dafim, um, they put the hooks on which the schach is the the sticks in which the klunosoy is the sticks that is the schach. And since the daf is not four ames, any puzzle is a sukkah mishum schach puzzle. He does not disqualify the sukkah of schach puzzle. So the way it works is, so what they have is on the wall on the top of the sukkah, they have like a a, a, a flat piece, a board, going inside and the side, and on that board that goes in, they put the schach. So there is an area. Uh, from the wall to uh, going inside from the walls, which is covered with a board, which is uh, which is a thick one. It's not regular schach. It's just a a, a, a thick board. It's a daf, and uh, that does not disqualify the schach 
because this is by tradition that if it's less than four amas, if it's less than four amas wide, we say it's a crooked wall. So you look at it, the wall goes up to, and the wall, the, the wall turns and goes up to the other, well, goes to the other directions. Yeah, it goes across. That's still part of the wall. So instead of using like a, 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 a beam, yeah. a two by two, it would be four by two. Less, yeah, but less, less, yeah, but le- less than four amas. Yeah. Pirush, shenech shevel That's considered part of the wall. We consider it as if the wall over there crooked it and went higher above. But you cannot sleep or sit underneath. I mean, you're sitting in the sukkah. Under that board, you can't sit. It's not kosher sukkah. But it's still not considered a gap. It's still considered like the wall continues to the middle. Uh, because underneath the board, it's not considered a sukkah. Even if it's only four tvachim wide, you can't sit underneath it. The four, four handrests. In other words, up to four amas, it can be crooked, but up to four tvachim, you're not allowed to sit underneath it. The rest of the sukkah is kosher, because there is a wall going up to the middle of But if next to the wall you have boards, which are more, which are four amas or more, or that would be called a sukkah. that would disqualify the full sukkah. We won't say that that's no more a wall. Once it's four amas, it's no longer a wall. That's considered a schach posel. Disqualifies the whole sukkah, even in the middle over there. If you put schach in the middle, that won't be good. Uh, but if this is only in one side, some build sukkahs. I mean, they use those boards because they put the schach right on top of them. They hold very easily, not on the walls. So he says, like they do in some built sukkahs. They make like a roof on one side. So they have a place where they can move all their dishes, the things, when it starts to rain. So when it rains, they put it underneath. They hide it underneath that roof. But you can nail that down. Right? No, the Chalashach you can't nail down. No, but that piece... But the border, it's yeah, the border, but that doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. It's no good because it's four amas anyways. But, so you can nail it down as well. Okay. But that doesn't matter. Because since it's only on one side, but so then you still have three kosher walls on which there's kosher schach laying on. You have the other walls. If you have a sukkah made out of three walls, it's still kosher. So let it be that you don't have that wall over there because it's a goner, because you have a board on it, you know, that, that extra roof over there, but you have the three other sides, which is okay. Uh, so there needs to be which means the area which is under kosher schach has to have a sheer sukkah, the amount of a sukkah. It has to have seven tefach by seven tefach square. People cannot sit underneath that roof 
and to sit in the rest of the sukkah, as long as there's enough space, enough area in the rest of the sukkah that meets the requirement of the sukkah. Sif Zayin. If you're building a sukkah on the branches of a tree, there's a tree above your sukkah. Then it's possible. Even if you would just take into consideration of these branches, there would still be more sun than a than than than, than shade. So it means that it's not really a kosher sukkah yet from the. Branches over there. So it turns out when you put schach on the sukkah, then you're making up a sukkah because it's not a kosher sukkah without the schach that you're putting in it. It's still possible. Even if later on you go and you cut down the tree. So it was possible in the beginning because it didn't do, but now you're cutting down the tree. Still not gonna the sukkah remains in its disqualification status. Dixi, because the verse says, You need to make the sukkah, you should make the sukkah. So we expound it to mean, You have to make it, not that it should be made. In this case, uh, you didn't make the sukkah, because when you made the sukkah, it was possible. What you did now, you removed the tree, but you didn't build the sukkah. So that would not be qualified. So therefore, what are you supposed to do after you cut down the branches that were uh, over uh, the, the sukkah? You need to pick up each of the branches of the schach again. You go back and you put it down for the midst of sukkah. So you're remaking the cover of the sukkah. Likewise, you can't make schach first before you make the walls. We need that when you place the schach, the sukkah should be kosher. If you are going to place just the schach, you don't have yet a kosher sukkah, you don't have walls. So first you have to have the walls. And once you have the walls, you're placing and you're making it into a kosher sukkah. See if ches. Sometimes they have, in your home, uh, they have... Uh, a roof that opens up uh, for you, okay? So they have the sukkah, the roof opens up. So you can't put the schach while the sukkah, the roof is closed, and then open it up. Because at that point, when you're going to, if you put the schach first, and then you open up, you're making a kosher sukkah by opening it up, not by placing the schach. You have to open up first the roof, and then you place the schach. You have to open up the roof before you place the schach. But then later on, you're closing this uh, the, the, the roof and you're opening it up again. So every time you open it up, you're going to say, Oh, I didn't make the sukkah Then it doesn't matter. Why? That would be later considered as if you're putting a sheet over it. You go ahead and take it. So you're not making it. But yet, it's better to be stringent, at least when Yontav starts, besides when you made it. So when Yontav comes in, when Sukkot comes in, you should have the roof open, so that at the first moment, the Sukkot should be made, not covered, and then open up. And then later on, you can go and open up from the Mata Ephraim. 
to first make by these sukkahs that the roof should be open well. Okay, so it continues that you have to further be careful in these sukkahs that those, the roof should be open well. It has to be equal. In other words, it has to stationary up. It has to be totally up together with the walls of the sukkah, the opening in the house that you're when you when you're picking up that roof. It has roof, to be yeah. equal, yeah. straight up with the walls of the sukkah. She may name it the because if it's not going to be standing, those openings are not going to be standing. But it'll be tilted a little bit over the sukkah. Even if it's not such a large shear that would disqualify the sukkah, in other words, it wouldn't be let's say. Uh, for Amos or something like that. Uh, you still have to be careful not to sit under that place because it's not a kosher sukkah. It may not disqualify the rest of the sukkah. But it's not. It's going to be sitting under the roof. Yeah, I'm sorry. Even though it might not disqualify the rest of your sukkah. Yeah, but still, what it's going to do is it's going to. Uh, it's going to make you, you're not going to be sitting in a sukkah, you're sitting under those uh, openings, under the roof, which is not a kosher sukkah. Right. Further, even though the sukkah of the, that you create for the chag, for sukkahs, is exempt from a sukkah, it's just a temporary uh, temporary place for that. But you have some built sukkahs. You use it all year round. And they're obligated in the mezuzah because you have, you have a sukkah in there that you use all year round. So they were also not exempt on sukkahs. So you have to. And therefore, you don't have to put a new mezuzah on after the yomta because. Uh, Technically, a sukkah is put up from a mezuzah because it's a temporary place. But in this case, you won't have to put up a mezuzah again and say, oh, they didn't need a mezuzah, now I'm putting up, now I'm chayv again. No, he doesn't need that. Tziv tes. Yoitzim b'sukkah You can fulfill your mitzvah if you borrow somebody's sukkah. In other words, you ask the person, oh, can I loan your sukkah? Avaloi b'sukkah gzula, but not with a stone sukkah. It's prohibited to make a sukkah in the public domain because you're stealing it from the people, from the, you can't use their sukkah. But in a place where you're pressed and you have no other sukkah, there are no circumstances. You can sit in it and you can make a bracha. It's okay. It's best, you should be careful that a Jew shouldn't be cutting the schach for his sukkah. Why? You should buy it from another person. There's a transaction from you, somebody else took it, and then you buy it from him. But if it's pressed, you could cut by yourself. You should take it from the owner of the property. The reason why we don't want you to cut it because sometimes it may be stone, and therefore, if you are getting stone sukkah, stone schach, because the goy, let's say you're buying it from, it may not really own it, and then you're using not not schach. But when it tra- when it transfers another hand, then it's kind of. But then he says. Uh, you have to ask permission if you're going to cut somebody's schach. See if you'd aleph. 
You're allowed to build the sukkah in the intermediate days of sukkahs. Say it doesn't have to be for all the seven days or the eight days, for seven days of sukkahs. You can make a sukkah in the middle of chalamayid. See if you'd base. The wood of the sukkah, whether it's the walls or it's the schach, they are prohibited to benefit till after simchas You can't use them. They have been designated for a mitzvah. Even to take a splinter to uh, uh, toothpick to clean your teeth. It's also awesome. Even if they fell by themselves, it's prohibited. No condition will help and say, oh, no, I want to be able to use it. If you've designated, that's what it remains. If Simchas Torah is on Friday, then it transfers also on Shabbos. Also, the beautifying pieces of the sukkah are prohibited to benefit, even if they fell. Since you're not allowed to benefit from them, so therefore the chaim shabbos of yontav asurim betiltel on shabbos and yontav they're prohibited to be moved. Mishumukta they're mukta because you can't use them for anything. Umakomukim esrei got esrei got totally besuklenoi. If a person hangs his esrei in the sukkah to make it beautiful, mutar lahariach but you're allowed to smell it lehukta mereach because it's not been set aside not even to smell of it. So benefiting is not include smell. Ubenoi hatolui b'schach, and the um, the uh, decorations that are hanging on the schach. So So then, even a condition is not going to help. Say, okay, I'm going to use it for other things. It's connected to the schach. Before we said the schach and the, the sukkah alone, no condition helps. But he's saying, as far as the beautifying the decoration of the schach that's hanging the schach. The custom is that you don't have make a condition. Even a condition won't help. But if you put up decorations for the walls of the sukkah, and then you want to use it for something else, so then if you made a condition that you're going to use something else, it's okay. You have these decorated uh, sheets that are hanging in the sukkah for beauty. The condition is to move them so that they don't ruin from the rain. Even if he didn't condition explicitly, because the assumption is that that is why he hung him up over there. It's best to make a condition in the beginning specifically. That means before the first twilight, which means when Yontav comes in the first time, you should stand there and say, I'm making a condition that I should be permitted to eat and to use these decorations of the sukkah whenever I want. You have to be careful if you have in mind to take some of the decoration Yontav, not to use a knot, because you're not allowed to a knot, Elabaniva, just make a bow. Ainlil Simpe Simpe Sif Memhei. Sif Yud Gimel, we're almost done. Gamla Acharachag, also after Yontif, when you remove the sukkah, Layif Salah eats him. Don't step on the wood. I mean, don't use it, don't degrade it. Don't use it for something degrading. They are called. The servants they used, they were used for a mitzvah, like tzitzis. You're not supposed to just treat them in a degrading way. I'll see if Tessim in 
Yutes. Sif Yudalit, subsection 14. It's prohibited to engrave the verse on a on a leaf for the beautiful the sukkah. You put it in the because it's going to be later on degraded. You put it on a, it's going to wither. Also, not a lot of write a verse unnecessary. So don't put it on something which is later going to be degraded. Uh, finally. Erev Sukkos laachar chatzos ayoyim lo yochal pass after midday don't eat bread on Sukkos k'deshe yochal b'Sukkah l'tiyovin so you should eat with with desire in the Sukkah v'yesh laharbes b'tzdoka be'er v'yesh laharbes b'tzdoka be'er Sukkos and the eve of Sukkos one should increase in tzdoka.